Hi, I'm Jesse Andricks, and welcome to the SLP Stress Management Podcast, the place to be to help you manage stress, reduce burnout, and find more balance in your life. Welcome to episode four, where we will be diving into a somewhat secret topic, something that we don't always like to share with each other or even admit to ourselves. Today, we're going to be discussing what to do when we hear that voice in our head that says, I don't want to be an SLP anymore. All right, here we go. So if you are an SLP, which if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you are one. But if you're an SLP, or maybe you just know an SLP, or you're thinking about becoming one, then you know that stress is a huge part of this field. Helping professionals in general tend to feel and take on a lot of stress due to the nature of the work, taking care of others. So when we take care of others as teachers, doctors, nurses, SLPs, OTs, PTs, social workers, counselors, whatever it might be. If your main job is to take care of someone in some form, this could even be if you're a stay-at-home mom, whatever it might be, if this is your job to take care of someone, you are more likely to be at risk for stress and burnout. And the reason is that taking care of someone for that amount of day can really take a lot of energy and it can take a lot out of you, especially if you are more of an introverted personality, someone that gets more drained from spending time with people than they do replenished, like an extrovert. So in the field of helping professionals, this is very big and it's talked about a lot. What can we do about this? And we also tend to have a lot of expectations, bring a lot of work home, And this all adds to that feeling of not having balance, feeling really stressed and burnt out. As SLPs, we could even venture to say that we feel this maybe more or maybe in a totally different way than some of the other helping professions. And the reason is that the things we're working on, like communication and helping people to be able to tell what their wants and needs are, are such a basic survival skill. Yes, a lot of the other helping professions definitely work on survival skills, right? I mean, nurses, doctors, your life can be in their hands at times. But if you're not able to communicate and to say what you need to say, then you may not be able to express what you need to survive may not be able to really share how these things are affecting. And that's our job is to help people find this voice, to help them get their voice and thrive. And so the work that we do, we do in so many different ways and often with so many different types of communication in one given day that we're pulled in a lot of directions. We have a lot of paperwork and tasks and other things that come with it. And we could be bouncing from a medical and an educational setting all in one day. So our brain doesn't get a lot of a break. It actually has to work 
overtime and kind of do like mental jumping jacks just to um, do the work that we do. So we're stressed, we're burnt out, and we don't often find time to take care of ourselves. So if you've ever heard yourself think, or maybe even say out loud, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be an SLP anymore. You are not alone. This is something that I think a lot of people have thought. There are tons of people in Facebook groups and maybe even SLPs that you know that are talking about how they just want to do something else, that they wish there wasn't so much stress, they don't feel connected to the work anymore, but they can't afford to go anywhere else, or they put so much of their money and their time, their effort into this, they just want to see it through. They don't want to feel like they wasted all of that. They're paying back student loans um, or they financially can't move to a different field because either they don't qualify for anything that would pay the same or if they did some other kind of dream job, it just wouldn't be enough money to survive and to pay back those loans and things that we take out to become SLPs. So we kind of feel stuck. But we are hearing this more and more. So if you hear this once in a while, no big deal. We all have those days where we are just done, where we have no energy left. Maybe we didn't sleep well, or it's just been a really rough week. We just don't want to go to work that day. And we just think like, man, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I cannot go into that building and do this today. I don't want to be an SLP anymore. And then the next day you're like, man, that was a bad day yesterday. I'm good today. And you're back at it. But if you feel or you hear this voice growing louder or more frequent, it may be trying to tell you that something is really off and you may be questioning if being in this field is right for you anymore. Now, no one will really know this for sure, except for you. I can't tell you if you should be an SLP or not. And no one really can, but there are things you can do to work through it. So when I started to hear this voice um, and it started to grow louder and louder, I took it as being completely truthful. It's like, man, yeah, you're right. Like, I don't want to be an SLP. Like, I just, I'm staying in, I'm thinking it. It's totally true. And I'm out. And after having that voice, just, you know, hearing it, thinking it all the time, I quit. And I decided I would never, ever be an SLP. But the thing is that stress will follow you. The things that make you feel like you don't want to be an SLP are also there in other jobs. So here's what I mean. If you are feeling incredibly stressed and that stress is growing and you're kind of stuck in chronic stress mode, or maybe you are in burnout and you're hearing this thought of not wanting to be an SLP anymore, just leaving your job is not going to fix it. Moving to a new setting, moving to a new career is not going to get rid of the stress and burnout. Now, with this being said, there are, of course, those terrible situations and jobs that no one should be in. But this is when you have a job that maybe was great when it started and now you just feel stressed out all the time. You're not really sure what happened and you're thinking, I don't want to be an SLP anymore. If you were to leave, it may feel really awesome and you may feel like that stress is gone, but 
If something similar happens that triggered your stress where you were before, that stress will be triggered again, perhaps sooner, and you'll start to feel the same thing in the next job or setting that you go to. And that stress will continue to follow you as you move from job to job. Now, as SLPs, you may have noticed that a lot of us do move from job to job. And most of the time when we do this, it's because we've been feeling stressed and we feel like it's not a great place to be and we want to find something different. It's just not a good fit. Now, again, at times it's true. There are jobs that are not a good fit. But if we're letting the stress follow us and we're not working through these things that are triggering us and we're not aware of what the stress is being triggered by, it will only stick with you. It will only continue to follow you. So if you're hearing this voice, the first thing that you can do is start to pay more attention to when it is popping up. So this will start to help you notice what is stressing you out and what your response to that stress is. So let's say that you start to pay attention and you realize that every time you get an email from your boss, you start to kind of panic a bit and then you think, man, I just don't want to do this. They're asking me to do so many things. I don't want to do it anymore. And that's your response to the stress. That's your reaction. It may not be the truth though. It may just be the response that you are stuck in. So we have to work through this. We have to identify what this stress is. So when you're in your day, start paying attention to where you are experiencing the stress. Is it emails from your boss or your coworkers? Is it when there's a big change to something that you just got used to doing? Is it whenever someone gives you more paperwork to do? Or is it when someone gives you a new student or a patient or an eval? Something that is in your day is causing you stress and we need to know what it is before we can help you figure out what to do. So after you've identified the stress that trigger, what is your immediate thought or reaction? So whenever this stress happens, what is the first thought that you have or the feeling you have? So maybe you start to feel tense in your body or maybe that thought is triggered. Oh, I don't want to be an SLP anymore. After this, start to notice some patterns that may happen. So you have this thought, what else pops up with it? Is it a physical sensation? Do you get a stomachache, a headache? Do you have these emotions that come up with it? Are you angry? Do you go into a negative thought spiral where suddenly you get an email from your boss that says, hey, I need you to start doing this. And then it's, man, they just don't think I can do anything. Oh my gosh, they don't appreciate me at all. They're just gonna fire me one day. I'll never have a job. I'll never be able to pay my bills. That type of spiral. Once you're aware of these patterns, then just be aware. So without judgment, be an observer and start to keep track of how often you're having this thought, when it's happening, what happened before it, that'll be your stressor, your trigger, and then what it triggers for you. So those patterns that are popping up. So just starting to become more and more aware of how this is working. This is going to help you work through the situations causing your stress. So then you can find ways to work through it. So once you've started to become more aware of what exactly the stress is, now you can manage it. So when you start to manage it, we use mindful habits or mindfulness practices. So let's say that your schedule 
is causing you a lot of stress. And every time you walk in the door and you look at your schedule, you get stressed. Or every time you have to add a new student on or move something around, shuffle it, you start to feel really stressed. Maybe you have these breaks and they're not working. Something about your schedule is just not working. You could be mindful about the schedule itself. So you could try and rework it to where you start maybe a little earlier if you're a morning person or you start a little later so things aren't as condensed stressing you out. Or maybe you're doing paperwork at a time when you have the energy to do therapy and it's really hard to focus because you want to be up and moving. Or maybe it's the opposite and you are feeling really tired and that's when you have some of your biggest, most energetic groups and really you just want to be alone working through some paperwork. So starting to notice and create shifts. Or maybe there's a situation like a meeting or a certain, you know, coworker or something that brings you stress. You can try some deep breathing, calming breath to help you kind of find some calmness to help with relaxation before the interaction happens or to help you bounce back from it after. So you can add in mindfulness and positivity practices throughout your day. This will help you build up resiliency to stress and then break out of those thought spirals. So you could have a transition at the end of your day that helps you to let go of work and move into home life. Or you could have a gratitude journal, maybe in the morning that helps you set your intentions for the day or in the evening or at the end of the day to help you leave it on a positive note. You could do a five minute meditation just to find a little moment, a little mental break, or you could even get up and stretch, move around a bit just to break up the day and do something for yourself. So first you identify the stress, you identify your reaction, notice your patterns, become aware, find ways to manage your stress. Once you've done this, then you have more clarity, the stress part you're starting to notice it and work with it, work through it. And you may notice that that I don't want to be an SLP anymore voice isn't there as much. You may notice that it's only there when you're stressed, but you're able to work through the stress. Or you may notice that even when you've worked through that stress, you're still feeling, you know what? Yes, this is just some things that are really stressful in this job but I'm not enjoying the SLP part of the job. Even on the days where there is no stress, I'm not enjoying the work itself. I want to be doing something different. So it gives you a little bit more clarity on if it's the job, if it's the career, or if it is that you are triggered and stuck in this big cycle of stress. So we get out of the stress cycle, we get out of being in this place of constantly being triggered by stress, and then we figure out where we need to go from there. So if you're ready to work through this a little bit more, go ahead and try it tomorrow as soon as you walk into work. For even more on this, make sure to check out jessieandrix.com where you can sign up for the SLP Toolbox, a free resource library with tons of tools, meditations, um, workouts even, lots of things to help you reduce your stress. All you have to do is head over there and sign up for free 
And while you're there, also make sure to check out the SLP stress management course coming up soon. And of course the CEU and CMH um, courses that are available on some of your favorite sites. So thank you so much for listening and I hope to have you tune in next time.